Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine, and then blue bump. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater of a magic dragon. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. Uh, we're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, this is Mrs. Atom. And this is Mr. Atom. And you're listening to us here on By the By. This is uh, our kink slash fetish episode number three, part, part three, three because we because we um, apparently like to talk about these things. Yeah, we we, <laughs> we have trouble shutting up, so apparently you need to take yeah. a sock or your underwear and roll it up and put it in our mouths. Mm-hmm. Hey, side note. Wait, is that a fetish? I, it is a fetish. Would you like me to take my underwear off and shove it in your mouth? No. I got to be honest. I think I would like it if you did that to me. Well, I certainly can. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to try that because I'm now thinking. Because I can put that in your mouth instead of the ball gag. I like the ball gag, but I think your underwear, if you just like just shoved it in my mouth, I think I would, that would be hot. Okay. Like you're like, you'd worn it all day kind of I was going to say, we'll choose an extra splooshy day and do that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so we're... Excuse uh, us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we are. Um, wow. All right. So here we are. Um, and we're back now. And we're back. Uh, that was great. <laughs> um, the the wonders of, of modern podcasting. Um, yeah, so we're talking about kinks. And so in the previous, previous episode, we talked about our experiences at Trist, which is a local um, BDSM mm-hmm. um I think it's monthly or six weekly. Mm. I don't know. Uh, experience. It's a regular thing. It's regular. Yeah. Um, unlike your grandma, it's regular. Um, don't too roll far, your eyes too at me. Far. Is it too far? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Uh, and so, yeah, we um, we enjoyed it. Last episode, mm-hmm. the most recent episode, we went through the top ten most common kinks and fetishes and sort of uh talked about our experiences with each of them if we've had any or not and yeah, whatnot and what yeah. we thought um but this episode we're gonna do something a little different we're just gonna be kind of random and talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about because this is our podcast and you're sitting listening to us so we figure we got fucking control and as proper fetishists mm. easy for you to say whatever <laughs> uh <laughs> Quiet, you. Uh, we are going to talk to you about our fetishes that we might want to try, that we haven't tried, that we want to do. Um, but I think, first of all, Mrs. Adam has some stuff that she wants to ask me. I, I have know. I have some um, 
fetish terminology that we're going to see if you can guess what it is. Oh, my God. It's like Trivia Night. I love (laughs) Trivia Night. All right. So some of them are easier than others. Okay. That's what she said. Mm hmm. So we're going to start and I may probably will not pronounce these correctly. So sorry out there for you people who are actually into these things. These are ones I've not heard of before. That's right. The Twitterverse will mock you. That's fine. And they'll I, mock me for not knowing what the I fuck they are. I will try to pronounce them as well as I can, but okay. whatever. So, virarophilia. Okay, you start with virarophilia. It, it has a lot of R's. Virarophilia. I'm sorry. Uh, can would you, you like me to spell it? Yes, would you spell it, please? V-O-R-A-R. See, the two R's are hard. V-O-R-A-R. V-O-R-A-R-E-P-H-I-L-I-A. I don't do well with R's. Virarophilia. Yeah. Um, can you use it in a sentence? (laughs) (laughs) As I, okay, I'll give you a clue here too. As I was watching that snake over there, um, I don't know. It somehow. Is it, is, wait, is it, uh, is it being aroused by snakes and reptilians and salamanders and shit like that? Not, Not necessarily. No. Because no, I know there are people not. that are aroused by snakes and shit. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not unaroused by snakes. But I've, the only snake that I'm really interested in is the pocket one. Um, nope, that's that's not it. All right, so what is virophilia? It's being eaten alive or swallowed whole. Gross. <laughs> Wait, so I mean, that's maybe, a fetish? How do, maybe, you, how do you act that out? I don't no, I was trying to figure that out myself. I mean, I don't know. That was in the most recent uh, issue. The fetish issue, I say the most recent. God only knows when you folks are going to hear this. But that's in the fetish issue of, of Black Label. Black Label. It's in the August issue. Yeah. Yeah? It, it's Is past it? that. It's past that. Yeah, it's in the. It's it's one of the fetishes that I talk about. How did I not Hold remember on. this? There it is. Um, it's on the right hand column. Yeah, you're right. It is. Is it, is it actually viralophilia? I just didn't remember yeah. it. Ever fantasized about being swallowed whole and or digested? Your helpless body slowly dissolving in the stomach acids of a giant, sexy alien creature. Nope, neither. But for viralophiliacs, those who have an erotic desire to eat or be eaten, that is their ideal first date. Not for the claustrophobic. That's exactly what it says here wow. in the Black Label Penthouse, August I, 2016. That, that is not... I, I totally forgot it was in there, but you're right, it is. That's not something that I'm looking for. No. Um, so alien, maybe animalistic, I don't know. Something. So I'm I, not sure how you act on that. I can get the whole something growing inside you, like... Mm-hmm. The movie Alien, like it well, comes but, into but you alien, and then it, it becomes something else. And but Alien Fetish is a whole other thing. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, uh, let's let's start out. We should have started out this podcast, which we're, we're not judging. If, if something turns you on, we are not the ones who would judge you. Your, vi- your mileage may vary. Um, we are only talking about ourselves because and we absolutely have our own fetishes that some people may or may not absolutely. get. Absolutely, like yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I like her to jump into the bed wearing feathers. Anyway, so, uh, but virarophilia or whatever, I don't want to be consumed. Do I want to be consumed? I mean, I want you to eat me. <laughs> Uh, Not your entire being, but though. no yeah. more. More of I want you to eat me. You know, like three to seven mils at a time. 
mm-hmm. more of a in a protein breakfast shake sort of way. That's <laughs> that's how I want you to eat me. And I'd like to eat you in more of a fish taco sort of way. Um, I'm more than willing to spend seven to 50 minutes um, trying to, to work out where your taco is. Um, and, you know. I am absolutely okay with that. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm a big fan of, of, of your sour cream. Mm-hmm. See, you were supposed to look up at me and give. There's that face <laughs> I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So, okay. Wow. That's um, yeah. So varroophilia. I was that's trying something. to see how to act on that, and it's confusing. So we're well, just how to act on, on varroophilia? Yeah, we're gonna move on. Uh, from there. I'm imagining it takes a couple of garbage bags, a tire, and probably a canyon arrow. I'm gonna guess a mask of some sort. I don't know. Yeah, we're you gonna, probably need a mask. You yeah. don't want to breathe that shit in. That's, yeah. I mean, come on. Let's be realistic. Anyway, uh, so yeah. So viral, right. virophilia, um, not not my uh, not my bag, baby. How the, about a a galmatophilia? So uh, number one, I'm going to say I'm glad I <laughs> I tasked you with this because I don't want to be the moron. Agalmatophilia. I have trouble <laughs> pronouncing real English words like <laughs> the. <laughs> Um, but amalgamatophilia? Well, no. The, the other thing is whether you say it with the Australian emphasis or the American <laughs> emphasis. Great. We're <laughs> fucked. Um, can you spell it, yes, please? Yes, I can. A-G-A-L-M-A-T-O-P-I-P-H-I-L-I-A. Okay. Agalmatophilia? Okay. I have a guess, actually, where yeah? this one's going. Can you... Can you use it in a sentence, <laughs> or is it going to give it away? As I was walking through the department store, my agomatophilia washed it over me. Okay, so um, agomatophilia. I feel like it's like some sort of because um, I'm thinking of amalgamate, right? Right. Um, which is sort of a metal or a change of metals. So I'm assuming that you're aroused an amalgamagophilia. I don't mm. know say is aroused by seeing things like jewelry and metal things. No, but that that could also be because of I'm not saying it properly. Oh, Ag- good. Let's agal- play mute. Agal- <laughs> yeah, let's play mute. Agalmatophilia. Ago. A G A L. A G A L. Amalga. A G A L. A Agalmatophilia. My Latin sucks Whatever. donkey balls. Yeah. Which is probably another philia that you may have lower down the list. Um, I don't have donkey balls, actually. No. Oh, too bad. No, I thought that was too much of a giveaway. That's true. Donkey Don- show? I mean, come yes, on. Yes, donkey ball philia. Yeah. Yes. Uh, ee haw, <laughs> Anyway, um, please tell me what a gal go back. Statues, mannequins, and immobility. Oh my God! That's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The first movie that I remember having some sort of sexual reaction to was Mannequin. Do you remember that there movie? There you go. <laughs> I, so maybe you're into it. I loved it. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I am. So did you see that movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Who didn't? I, I really feel like, I mean, so if you did, who didn't? Millennials. Okay. Um, who didn't of our generation? <laughs> okay. So if you're a millennial or younger, go watch Mannequin. Um, 1980 something. Um, it was a, uh, the, the, I'm going to say amazing. Um, there are people who are going to disagree with me, but that's okay. 
Um, I loved the movie. Um, it's about this guy that lives in New York, 1987. There you go. 1987. Uh, Andrew McCarthy was the man and Kim Cattrall of Sex and the City. Yeah. Yep. She's the fucking slut in Sex and the City. She's not a slut. She just loves loves. She's just... You know, she's sleeps with everyone. Um, anyway, um, she's the mannequin and he has this crush on her because whenever no one else is around, she becomes a real person and he fucks the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. I loved that movie as a kid. I mean, it could have been the soundtrack, but yeah. Don't is, give me that look. No, no. I'm just putting <laughs> two and two together here. This is why I'm wondering if you've always wanted, um, like, the sewing model mannequin people that, you know, you try to put the clothes oh, on. yes. And you've always wanted one of those. I've is that why? One of those. Maybe. I don't know. I, when you're not here, when you go to work, I would probably fuck that shit. Because uh, so- I've almost bought one a few times. Oh, please I mean, buy they're, me one. They're good for actual sewing. Whatever. You know? They're good and for And also me. for fucking whatever. <laughs> I, I, I just, it's weird. I, I know that's weird, but I didn't know they had a name for it. Yeah. Um, it's, I can't pronounce it, but it has a name. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. If we get one of them things, I will let Google Translate translate it for okay. me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I get that because I remember, like I said, growing up, Mannequin, 1987. Love that movie. I've got to found it now. We've got to watch. We're gonna have that to watch it again. <laughs> that this weekend. It's probably been ten years since I've watched that. It's been at least ten years. I would push for me closer to twenty. Really? Um, oh God, the music, Huey Lewis in the news. Oh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, I just had a moment. Uh, go ahead. What's uh, next on the list after um, uh, Amaga Amaga Kim Cattrallophilia? Ag- yeah, whatever. Uh, whatever. Uh, Mashalagnia. Mashalagnia. <laughs> Mashalagnia. M A S N M M A S C H A L A G N I A. This is something that I'm not going to say is a fetish for Blue Steel, but it's something that he likes for sure. Oh, is it tasting pre cum? No. Uh, sorry, sorry, Blue Steel. <laughs> oh, hang on. Hashtag spoiler alert. <laughs> go, go for another. What, what's another one that the things he, that likes he likes? To, he likes to take his pre cum and put it in other people's mouths. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong, I think that's hot, but I think he finds it more attractive than some of us do. <laughs> we love you still. It buddy. tastes delicious. It does taste. Yeah, in his defense, it does fucking taste delicious. But I would rather it on ice cream than you know straight from the. Look, I don't drink. Oh, well, I don't drink milk straight from the cow. All right. If he if he bottles it up and, and served it to me so I could put it on toast, then sure. So what you're saying is that next time he's here, I need to have some ice cream ready in the freezer, dished out, so that when he gets the pre cum going, we can just slather it on the ice cream and eat it. Actually, I was thinking he's so well hung, you need that ice cream for my ass once I'm done riding. Well, that's probably true. Because yeah. that boy is. I would say he's hung like a horse, but he might say nay. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry, people. I don't mean to laugh, but it's, it, I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, okay. What was the word again? Say it again. And blue steel. Uh, Mashalagnia. I don't know. Is it like surfboards turn him on? <laughs> what? <laughs> Armpits. Oh, my God. So funny. You should say that. So... 
I have to say last night because listen, folks, we'll, we'll, honest transparency. We've recorded all of these. Um, the kink ones, one after the, kink the ones other, one after yeah. another, because so, they had a natural flow, and we were in the. We're in the groove. We're in the groove. Let's face it. We're in the groove. So suck it up, buttercup. Um, So the dude from last night, uh, after we get out of the shower, he's putting on deodorant. He's about to put on deodorant. He looks at me and goes, are you an armpit guy? And I went, how do you mean? He goes, (laughs) do you like to put your face in armpits? I was like, oh, no, no, no. I don't lick armpits. I'm not an armpit guy. I was like, I'm a nuzzler. I will nuzzle your armpit, but I am not going to lick it. He was like, oh, okay. And he put this, his deodorant on, which I have to give him credit. That's Good a for su- asking. That's a sweet thing to yeah. ask. Because if you've ever tongued your armpit or had that happen, which, you know, listen, some of us have. Don't judge. Um, it's not a pleasant taste. Deodorant's not great. Deodorant yeah. is horrific have you tasted yeah, it yeah okay um yeah but that's not a fetish for well, me good for him for asking it though. was it was very sweet for yeah. him to ask um he scored major points for that absolutely um yes but blue steel he's an armpit guy mm-hmm. um opinions what do you think it doesn't do anything for me it doesn't it's not a turn off but it's not a turn on it's now i will say that i like to you know as in foreplay i like to run my fingers you know down your arm down your side and of course the armpits through there i have to be very careful of that with you because you're so ticklish yeah so i tend to go New down i found that out last night as well yeah so i tend to go I'm down the a... arm and then skip the armpit and then down the side of the body down the torso yeah um that's really about it for me, though. As far as, you know, licking or really even smelling, smelling isn't bad. It's fine because you, know, you put on deodorant. Yeah, of course. But I don't want to taste it. And, yeah. you know, even without, there's just nothing that's terribly appealing. And it could also be because my, I'm going to say, quote unquote, armpit experience is with guys and there's a lot of hair there. So, again, I don't want to floss. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I understand <laughs> so, where you're coming from. Yeah, it's it's just never been a thing for me. Yeah. I've never honestly really even considered it until Blue Steel. And the because, boy loves it. And because he likes it, I was like, oh, yeah, still no, no. <laughs> but he likes doing it. He doesn't like to be. No, he's exactly. Not, he doesn't need to be the recipient. Right. He likes to do it. And so for me, with a lot of kinks, that's okay for me. If it if it works for you, if that's what you like. Because you want to please them. I want to please yeah. you. So if that's what you like, then go ahead, do it. It doesn't, I, you know, for me, it's neither here nor there mm. um, to use a, a, a Southern It doesn't turn you off. No, it doesn't yeah. turn me off. But if that's, but if that's what works for you, then I can, yeah, I can go with that. Sure. Right. Um, yeah. That's funny though. That's a good one. What's it called again? <laughs> Mashalagnia. If I'm saying it properly, I I need to learn more Latin because that probably means armpit. (laughs) Maybe. I don't uh, know. I don't know Latin. Um, But that's. It could be mascalagnia if you do the hard CH. I don't know. Is it soft or CH? Soft or hard? That sounds like scapula. I I don't know. I don't know. My scapula. I don't know. know. Anyway, uh, we're not scientist people. I mean, we're not uh, medical scientist people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. And we're not linguists. Oh, Clearly. I am a cunning linguist. Yes, yes. Okay. Moving on. You'll probably get this one. Oh, man, that hurts. Okay, anyway. Plushophilia. 
I'm I'm hoping I know what that is. Um, is that plushies and and uh, uh, stuffed animals? Toy animals, yeah. Yes. Yeah. What's your feeling on that? So I will say that I don't think I don't think it's a thing for me, but I will say that growing up, and I'm talking like um, late elementary school well into high school age, I always slept with a big panda bear. Like Aww, a big panda big? bear. Like your size? He, he was probably half my size or more. Aww. Because, and at some point he got replaced by another bear that somebody gave me long Did story. Did you put a dildo in that bear? No, I didn't. But I, again, I don't know if, I don't think it was a sexual thing. I think it was more just a cuddly thing. You know, okay, it's something it was something to comfort. like hug yeah. on to. And a like, body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it was You never more, had sex with that bear? No. No. Are you sure? Yes. I want to imagine. Can I imagine you for a second having <laughs> you a second? You can. You can, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The so, do you have... Um, but no, I, I don't think it's really a thing for do me. Do you have the whole furry thing down on anywhere down there? No. Okay. So, I was trying to go with things that were a little more obscure other than a few that I thought you might so get. So, plushophilia is... I, I actually get that. That To me, that makes sense in a, in a way. Um What's your opinion on so because plushophilia is there? Yeah. What's your opinion on furries? I get it. I absolutely get it. Um, never tried it, so uh, I don't yeah. know that it would necessarily turn me on. I can't say it wouldn't. On the surface, I don't think it would. But again, until we try it, I, I, don't, yeah. I can't say for sure. It's expensive to try. That's the problem. I know, and and I just. We could go to the one of the one of the costume rental places and rent a mascot costume. <laughs> That's true. We could, yeah. I just don't see it really doing anything for me, honestly. So I have to admit that that's one of the porn. Like when you look at, I'm not going to say it's my standard go-to porn. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, but when I'm looking for something a bit different in the porn reality in the porn realm, plushy, furry porn is one that I go to. I like to watch yiffing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not familiar with what yiffing is, um, that's when a two mascots or two furries have sex. Um, and if you're a furry, please correct me if I'm wrong. But what about it turned you on? <sighs> okay, so for me, it's a, it's it's a it's multifold multifold most furry porn that you find out. In, in the world is gay porn. Yeah. It's two guys in the furry suits. Beyond that, there is something really arousing about, and admittedly, I, I'm not even sure I know why it arouses me, but two people that, one, you don't know their identity. That's part of it. It's not knowing the identity of somebody. Okay. Which then goes back to the whole glory hole. Why yeah. I like glory holes. I'm yeah. a fan of glory holes. That's my philia. Um, one of my philias is a glory hole of philia. Let's see if that has a name. Yeah, you, while, you, while I talk, <laughs> you search that. Um, I, I like that sort of unknown side of it. The other side that I like, I actually like that sort of f- that fuzziness, the furriness, the hair. Um, there's something that I think is really attractive about that, you know, and I don't know. It's, 
it's weird because there's it's hard to look at it's it's hard to look at furry porn and for it to be anything other than soft if you know what i mean it's it's always sweet it's always kind because it's two fucking big fluffy fur animals fucking I think that's why it's hard for me to take it seriously. And if I can't take it seriously, it's hard for me to get turned on by it. But that's because of who I am. I'm a, such a practical person. You are. And I am one of those people that I look at that and I'm like, oh, you know, wow, they are. I don't no, I don't try to I don't delude myself and think that they're animals and having sex i know that they're two people in costumes having sex but there's something really intense about it i won't say romantic Mm -hmm. but it's intense it's it's again it's like it's like um glory holes there's it's that anonymity not knowing who's fucking you it's kind of arousing but yeah uh, i think furry porn is kind of yeah uh, it's 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 it does it for you. It does it for me. I mean, which is again, it's not my go-to. Which I feel like I'm defending myself, and I, I'm not. Um, I'm not ashamed of it. Um, I think for me, it's just too hard to get because I am so practical. It's hard for me to get past the fact that it's two people in a suit. Have you watched true furry porn? Yeah. Okay. But it's still just knowing. Knowing the direction and the background of it, it's so all I watch is not is not directed. It's it's all homemade stuff. Like the guys are setting up cameras and they're fucking and that's it. Um, but it's still it's just, you know it, that I mean, it's, it's still, still two guys yeah, in a, in a yeah. costume. And that's that's that hard goes, for me to get past. It goes back to what we were talking about with um, in the last episode of sexual role play. Yeah, it's that you know let's imagine that you and I are doing a, a role play where I'm a, 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 a principal or a, a teacher and you're a, a naughty schoolgirl kind of thing. Mm-hmm. How would you handle that? Would you, would you have trouble taking, would you have tr- difficulty taking that seriously? A little. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I was saying it's, that it's, it's easier for me if, if I'm doing something in front of a group of people, because then it's more of a remove myself from the situation and that's who I am as opposed to if we're one-on-one that that intimacy is it's so much harder for me to to put to, myself in that shoe and yeah. to take it seriously well don't worry I'm yeah. not looking for us to to do furry porn I like watching it but I don't want to participate I don't want to be either one of the furries to mm-hmm. be absolutely honest um, that to me doesn't arouse me I like watching it right. I think it's, it's yeah. exciting to watch furries um, I would is love to go is it just because people are so much out of the normal element but you don't see them as people I guess that's I can't get past seeing them as people yeah because you, you, they're not people yeah. they're now they're yeah. animals they're I, whatever I animal they that. are yeah. um, and so I think for me one of the things I like about it is when you're a furry it's not much for me Again, your mileage may vary, but it's not much different than a sexual object. So if you're not attracted to a person physically, True. when they're a furry, enough. if you think their furry is cute or pretty or attractive, they're just that furry. That's you know, fair enough. They're yeah. just that creature. Um, so if I'm not attracted to you physically and you want to fuck me, I'm much more apt to let you fuck me if you are a wolf or a yeah pony or something i'm much more apt to let that happen i can see that yeah that makes sense um 
and that is just me being superficial and and what I would consider sort of horrific, but it's still me. Yeah. So yeah. That makes sense. I I get that. Yeah. All right. Do we have any more? I have another one. Ooh. That should be another easy one for you to get. I hope so. I'm sick of these hard ones. Tunaphilia. No. Please don't tell me that's fish. Oh, God. No. I'm imagining. No. Think of the other kind of tune. Tunaphilia. Oh, my God. I thought you said tunaphilia. And I'm thinking. It's tunaphilia, but it's not tuna. Okay. Like I was, thinking, I was <laughs> no, thinking like no. you go to a sushi restaurant. Like you're you like, spell it. yeah, <laughs> give me the nakamori. No, no. Oh, uh, yeah. It's I'm gonna, T-O-O-N-O. Oh, but yeah. I'm going to wasabi all over you. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Want to see my soy sauce, baby? Let, mm. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> right. I tried. Is it music or like sound? No. Tuna. Oh no. I I know you know this one. No, I don't. <laughs> All right. So if it's not if it's not if it's not um, tekamaki, which is my favorite sushi, and it's not musical like tuna feely like a tune. Wait, is it cartoons? Cartoon characters. Oh, my yes. God. Oh. Yes. I'm a tutophiliac. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number one. Let me, let, me, let me just say that any male that is my age that saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh-huh. Uh, any female. How about any person? Okay. Any, Let's go with any person. <laughs> any human who saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit and did not want to Fuck the ever-loving shit out of Roger Rabbit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Eddie. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm happy with that. Anyway, who did not want to, to just give make sweet, sweet love to Jessica Rabbit. The whole booby trap thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I I can remember the theater I was in. I remember where we were in the theater. We were sitting in the very front row because we were some of the last people in. I was young. God, I talk for a minute cuz I'm going to look this up so I can see exactly what year it came out. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Do you have a guess? Uh I do, but I'm terrible at these things. Go ahead and guess cuz I got it in front of me now. Probably way off. Yeah, um, uh, I don't know. I could give you a range, but I would say 88. God. This is why I hate you. It's 19 fucking 88. Well Are you done. serious? <laughs> <You're spot on. laughs> oh, man. Well done. I'm a that's, good guesser. That's I'm impressive. Guesser. Well done. Um, yeah, so it was 1988. So I was 11. Mm-hmm. And... 10 to 11. Nine. I was 10 to 11. Yeah. Um, and I I was not masturbating at the time. I don't think I had my first masturbatory orgasm until I was 12. I know. Some of us were late bloomers. Don't. She's rolling her eyes. Her eyes no, are ginormous. No, no. I, I was just trying to think of. Yeah. When, was, when was your first masturbatory? When did you first masturbate? Um, Knowingly or unknowingly? <laughs> yes. It doesn't matter. Um, That would have been probably eight. Holy shit. I love it. Um, yeah, so um, 
I remember seeing Jessica Rabbit and thinking, holy shit, this is what... Yeah, sploosh. Yeah, sploosh. It was a pre-Archer sploosh. Yes, it was a pre-Archer sploosh. And at at 10 or 11, I was like... And the whole... I love that line. I'm I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Mm -hmm. I think that for... For me, that sort of embodies you and I right now. We're not bad. People just draw us that way. Um, you know, people who don't because understand it's outside us. outside the norm. We're outside of the norm. And I love that. And I remember seeing that as a child and thinking, this is, this is important. This, this means something. Mm-hmm. But not knowing exactly what it means. And it's funny that it took me a good 20-something years to actually piece that together and that realize yeah. that what exactly what it means. Um, oh, God, I loved her. Oh, Jessica Rabbit. Agreed. Mm. So if you watched the Rescue Rangers, which I need to look up and see when the Rescue Rangers were also uh, on television, um, there was a... Uh, a character on the rescue rangers that was a mouse and i am not even sure i know what her name is um but it was chip and dale um so this was in the let's see here the early 90s yeah um gadget you yes. and I have talked about this. Yes. The mouse gadget. Uh-huh. So um, this is the late 80s, early 90s is when this show was on TV. I remember, again, so the the late 80s, around the same time as uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. So I was apparently gadget all of my... Gadget Wrench. Yes, that was her name. Uh, apparently all of my... Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Crushes were cartoon characters. I had such a massive crush on Gadget. Um, and I remember some of the early porn that I looked up as a child uh, was watching the Rescue Rangers double-teaming. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Right, and and when I say it like now, I feel <laughs> fucking dirty as hell. But you know what? Suck it, Trebek. I'm a tunaphilia. I love cartoon porn. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, can't argue with that. So, who was the first cartoon character? Do you rem- was there a cartoon character that you were like, yeah, I'd fuck him or her? 
It was more the girls. All right, so it was um, Jessica because, Rabbit. You had a oh, absolutely, hands down. And and I would say, I mean, there were some male cartoon characters, but almost always it was the females because they were rarer. There were so many male okay. characters, and there were male superheroes, and there were so many males that you yeah. could look up to as a child, but very few females. And so when that strong female came out, you're like, oh yeah, that's hot. So who were your strong females? Because um, admittedly, I can name a couple in my head, but not many. So, um, the I'll have to look at the name of She-Ra. Do you remember She-Ra? Oh, absolutely, She-Ra. Yeah. Was She-Ra one of them? Oh, yeah, that yeah. was nineteen eighty-five. Yeah, there was She-Ra. Um, there was the female. She was shortly after uh, He-Man came yeah. out. Was She-Ra? Yeah, my brother and I we had little cartoon characters, and he would be He-Man, and I would be She-Ra, and I would kick his ass. That um. doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I love your brother, but he's kind of a girl. Oh, yeah. not that ladies can't fight. I'm that sounded bad, but you know what I mean. The dude's a wimp. I love him. He's a sweet, <laughs> wonderful man. That I love the dude. He's a bit of a wimp. Yeah. So no, Shiro definitely, um, definitely Jessica Rabbit. There was, and I don't remember her name, but the the Pink Power Ranger girl really yes oh that was the girl that was she wasn't she also on um uh beverly hills 90210 i have no idea i didn't watch that what (laughs) sorry i was a big fan of the uh amy joe johnson was her uh it's the actress that was no she wasn't on apparently she wasn't kimberly hart that's who i was thinking of uh was amy joe on Mighty, she was on Mighty Morphin. That's the pink Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, there were, but the females, again, were few and far between. And so there were all kinds of males, of course, but the the females are the ones that stood out for me um, because they're fucking hot. And, and they're, they're just unusual. And to have a strong female like that was not that common, really. Yeah. Um, and, and admittedly, I really kind of hate to admit this one um but from the time i was a a very young child and i still have it to this day um i had a a stocking my christmas stocking Uh has smurfette on it because who doesn't love a slut she wasn't a slut (laughs) she didn't ever sleep with those fucking smurfs only female i'm a firm believer that smurfette was a lesbian Either way, I liked her because she's the only fucking female on there. God, you just want to be the only female in a, gr- in a town full of men. Maybe. Maybe. I love it. <laughs> she's not a slut. She just loves love. I'm going to smurf all over your smurfs. <laughs> That's so when I think of Smurfette, I think of uh, there was a Saturday Night Live. And if you live in Australia, I'm sorry. Um, there was a Saturday Night Live in which um, Garth Brooks uh, was with, I don't fucking care who, some woman. Uh, and he was, they were doing a Smurfs commercial type of thing. And he's like, oh, Smurfette, you're so Smurfing Smurf. I'm going to Smurf all of your Smurfs. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and I will never forget that because that was just beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of any of the others. Um, what about April O'Neil? April O'Neil from um, uh, the... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I like the turtles. I don't really remember her a whole she lot. She always dressed in yellow and had red hair. 
ish hair, brunette, I, red, whatever. I remember her peripherally, but not mm. as a dominant. I remember character. being attracted to her as a child. You know what other girly girl one? Who? Jim. I was just about to say Jim and the Holograms. Yep. Oh my god! <laughs> I loved Jim and the Holograms. I knew all their songs, and now it makes sense that I like men, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I loved Jim and the Holograms. Mm-hmm. Really did. I, that was That's one of the funny. shows that I would turn way down and watch because I didn't want to want my mom to know I was watching it. I never really watched it at home. I only watched it with friends because you weren't allowed. No, it wasn't that. It was just that it, there were other. We didn't watch a lot of TV. Yeah, and there were. It, I guess I don't know if it was the time slot it was on or just what it was, but I just yeah only wa- really recall watching it at friends' houses. Yeah. Um, and the other one, though, as far as the female goes, would be Inspector Gadget. Oh Penny. My God, Penny was yeah. hot. And Inspector Gadget, Go-Go Gadget cock. That, I mean, he never said it, I but like come on. I like the Go-Go Gadget arms. Think, they'd be reaching for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he had a penis. He had a Go-Go yeah. Gadget penis he I never talked about. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Sploosh. Yeah. Sploosh. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, a, so, but I, yeah, but, I, mean, I was like, a fan of Penny as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, the guys, the... the so cartoon males were abundant, but the females were. What harder. about like Scooby Doo? Did you watch Scooby Doo? Because you had, I mean, there's some strong females in there. Daphne is not as strong as <sighs> Thelma, but Thelma is a very strong. Yeah, uh, a little. We watched Scooby Doo some, but I only really recall watching Scooby Doo at the babysitters, not okay. necessarily at home. Again, I don't know why. If it was situational, if I'm just misremembering, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but definitely. But again, they have that. It's that classic female hourglass shape, is what they gave every cartoon yeah, female. It's true. And how can you not be turned on by that? Well, it's funny because I think of Scooby Doo, and the two people in that show that I was most attracted to were always Daphne, of uh-huh. course, and uh, Freddie. Uh-huh. Um, and when the movie was done with Sarah Michelle Geller as Daphne, and is it Freddie Prince Jr.? Yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. as as Freddie. Um, I was so disappointed because I, I mean, hang on, folks. I am a Sarah Michelle Sarah Michelle Geller fan. I love Buffy. I loved all of her stupid shit that she did. That it's stupid true. movie that where she was, or I'm sorry, that stupid TV show where she was um, herself and her twin. Can't even even think of the name of it. I I, I liked that show. Um, I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. That's um, true. I didn't like her in Buffy. Er, I didn't like her in uh, Scooby Doo. Uh, and Freddie Prince. There's nothing about him to me that's attractive. Um, so I was very disappointed. But you know, Thelma. Growing up, when I was a little kid, I like Thelma better than Daphne. I would it, say it's really funny because when I was a little kid, I remember thinking to myself. I think Freddie and Th- and uh, and uh, Daphne are the pretty ones, but the one I'm attracted to is Thelma. Mm-hmm. She's intelligent. She's attractive, and I feel like she's a bit of a wild child. You know, she's painted into a corner, and you know she's a good girl because because Daphne is around. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, and then I met you. And I was like, holy shit, Thelma's a real girl. She's smart and intelligent and kind of a badass. And without Daphne around, then 
you are this fucking animal that will be like, rare. Yeah, and yeah, so you're like a real life Boma. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, that's uh, kind of hot. Yeah. I think that's enough of the the philias and whatnot for now. So I will say one thing I want to I want to comment on is there's a fantastic book called yes. Perv by a fella named Jesse Baring. Um, if you are into philias, um, he is a very well. He's a sociologist. I think he's also a psychologist, but he. He understands, you know, or at least wants to understand the, you know, what makes us tick sexually. Um, Perv is a great book. It's both beautiful and disturbing at the same time, which I think is a pos- is a is a is a positive for for most books in this genre. Mm-hmm. So, if you are interested in learning more about philias and paraphilia, uh, meaning things that are outside of our normal sexual norm, uh, check out uh, Jesse Baring. Uh, Perv is the book. Okay. Um, is it my turn? Or are you? Yes, it's your yeah? turn. Awesome. I've got some stuff I want to talk about. Okay. Um, so... Um, I've got two questions. Mm-hmm. So we're we're coming up to finally wrapping up our kink extravaganza, which we've had. A, <laughs> it's been a lot of shit that we've been talking about, and I'm all excited I about didn't it. Know we had so much to talk about. I know. I, who would have thought? Yeah. Uh, this makes me happy. Okay, but um, considering what we've talked about over the last three hours, mm-hmm. um, what have you done that you would consider kinky? And so uh, I'm interested in what you can, would consider kinky mm-hmm. uh, for you and I, but I'm actually more considerate about your other partners, um, So especially I w- your first husband. Yeah. So I would consider kinky, of course, any of the BDSM. Um, so tying up, you know, the, the spanking and the, you know, flogging and that type of thing. Um, the role play, the, even not necessarily for role play, but even like the dress up, like schoolgirl dress up mm-hmm. and that type of thing. Um, borderline kink, but I would. Did you not do that with previous partners? Only the first husband. Okay. And only a little bit. Did but again, he ask it wasn't, for that? It wasn't anything neither, you know, we, he wasn't into it and I didn't really know. So it was just like, man, you know, whatever. It doesn't turn him on. So we're not going to really. So, I mean, a little bit, but not really. Okay. Um, uh, the foot thing we tried, uh, we, we didn't touch on this one in any of our kink episodes, but we talked about scat play and it was one of those things that, you know, we kind of discussed quite seriously and then uh, we never actually tried it, but it was one of, we just decided that it doesn't really do anything for either of us. Did he, who brings that up? Because scat plays. We were watching some porn and it was on there. I don't know. Were you watching two girls, one cup? No, it was, you know, somebody taking a dump on somebody else. I mean, they're really hot people, but it just, just kind of watching it, we were like, oh, is that something you'd be interested in? Because we were always, you know, watching porn and discussing, is that something you'd be interested in? And it, didn't really have an appeal to either of us. Again, we never tried it, but 
just the idea of it didn't really do anything. Okay. Um, so we also, of course, talked about golden showers and whatnot in the water sports, but we, again, didn't really idealistically hold any appeals, so we never acted on it. Right. Um, Fair enough. Uh, I'm, I'm having trouble now remembering everything that we've talked about. Um, but I would, of course, like the swinging and the group sex would be a little more, I would say a little, I, kink is a hard, I don't know that I put it in kink. I put it into more of a, a lifestyle or a something like that. I don't know that I would say it's a kink per se. I can accept that because kink um, to me seems outside the norm. And for us, whatever is outside the norm <laughs> is and to us, that our is, normal is outside most people's norm. I was going to say, and to us, that is norm, but to most people, it's probably right. not. So yeah. it, it would be a kink for most people. Um, but for me, I would say it's, it's normal. not. Yeah. yeah, and I would agree with that. Because postulation, um, if we were not together, yeah. if we ever split up, um, would you proceed with a monogamous lifestyle? No. or yeah. So you yeah. would search for somebody within the lifestyle? Yeah. That's what I figured. Uh, me too, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want... Monogamy doesn't work for me. No. Um, yeah. I, what, kinky is a hard word. I think, honestly, one of the things I would consider kinky that we do is pegging. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. For me, that seems kinky. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's it's Because it's way outside the norm yeah. for most people. Um, and, and it's, it's awesome. It's, it's funny because it's <laughs> even outside the norm for me, even though it's one of my favorite things that we do, is, you know, I love that sort of... I love giving you the power and letting you top me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I like that. That's what I would consider kinky for me mm-hmm. that we do. Previous partners... Yeah, that we we were more vanilla than uh, a yeah. white sheet of paper. <laughs> um, yeah, oral sex was a rare thing for many of my previous partners. So let's just move on. Um, so I have one, uh, one more question, and then something else I want to talk about. Okay. Which both of them tie in together, and uh, we can wrap this uh, wrap this mother up. What is a secret kink that you think you might have? <laughs> Um, and want to try, but you are maybe even too embarrassed to ask yourself. And so what I mean by this is I'm looking for something that you think to yourself in that that we all have that dark spot in our brain that we're like, oh, yeah, you know, occasionally when I masturbate, this pops into my head, and I think this might be fun. I'd like to try this. But you're not even sure that you really want to try it. It's something that, you know, you like maybe the concept or the idea of, and, you know, so this goes back to furries. You know, you like that, we might like that concept or idea, but we never actually want to go as far as to get a furry suit and and do it. Fisting is another thing for me. It's like, I like the idea of fisting, but I don't really want to fist anyone and I don't want to be fisted for sure but that you know it's it's that kind of idea so one thing we've talked about and we've talked about on the podcast recently maybe not to listeners recent but to us recent uh, was like the puppy play stuff yeah Um, that's something that I think we are both interested in and we'll try sometime very soon but other than that the only thing I can really come up with 
would be more of the, and we talked about this two episodes ago maybe, was the infantilism. Yeah. Just because, and it's not the whole diaper baby thing, whatever. It's more of just the suckling. And, you know, I love it when you, when you're more vulnerable laying in my lap and you do turn around and you want to suckle on me and that type of thing. So that's the side of it that I like more. Not just, not the actual, you know, diaper, acting like a baby, whatever, like not any of that, but just that vulnerability and I don't want to say openness because that's not the right word. Um, but just vulnerability. Vulnerability. I guess vulnerability is the only word. Yeah. Um, um, but just that, and and just the gentleness of when you are in that headspace, and you know when you're, even though we've never really gone that far, but just when you know when you do kind of, you are a little more childlike at that point. So it's. I find it interesting that you say that because for me the answer to that question was puppy play. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we have talked about that a lot. And so we I'd only like touched on it. I think once before I'd yeah. like to touch on that a little more. We've got some time. Um, so if you're not familiar with puppy play, um, or, or pet play in general, um, and I guess that kind of goes in the same realm really of what I'm looking for out of the infantilism as well. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is, which is good because that's the direction yeah. that I want to go in. Um, so, uh, you have pet play is the, is the parent, uh, philia of this. I'm not exactly sure what the, what the name of it is, but so pet play is the parent philia. Uh, and then you have pony play is the most common. And then beneath that is puppy and kitty play, um, where one partner plays as the animal, the pony, the puppy, the kitty. Um, and one partner is the handler. Um, or the trainer of the puppy, or I'm sorry, the pony, the puppy, or the kitty. Um, so for us, I totally want to be a puppy. I, I like that idea of being a, a a puppy, and it is a it is a um, a BDSM. It falls in the category of BDSM in that when you're a when you're a puppy or or other animal um you have a handler that takes care of you that is in control of you that trains you just like when you teach your puppy at home something your handler or trainer is teaching you something um there is a lot of tackle that you can wear tackle is by tackle, I mean the, the it's the it's the accoutrement that you might wear to either become that animal. Um, so for ponies, it's often a bridle or a bit. A bit, yeah. Um, for puppies, it's an ear or collar, or earpiece, ear, headband that with ears, a full facial neoprene um, mask or or collar. Also, there's there's paw stuff. There's, it's very common to have stuff that binds your hands. Because, you know, animals don't have hands. Mm -hmm. So you sort of wear that in order to uh, negate your own hands. And kitties are very similar to puppies in that you have something that binds your hands, something... Ears, uh, ears, tail. Yeah, a tail maybe, whatnot. Um, For me, I really like the puppy play idea. Um, And it's because I like to give up my control. I want to give my control to Mrs. Adam. 
I want to, I want her to be in complete charge of me. And admittedly, I don't know if you've even known what I was doing, but recently this week, we've watched a couple of television shows where I'm curled up on the couch and I'm laying my head on your lap Mm -hmm. and you're petting my head. We're not, it's not, we're not, what we're doing isn't sexual, but it is very much for priming us for that puppy play. Um, because she's sitting on the couch like a normal human being, whereas I'm curled up and I have just my head on her lap and she's uh, she is literally petting me. And I'm assuming she knows what's going on. We haven't discussed it, um, but, you know, she's a smart lady. Um, and we are I'm sort of priming her and priming myself for moving into puppy play. I like that giving up control Mm -hmm. and letting her be my trainer, my handler. I'm not, I mean, I'm not looking for her to really, you know, sit, whatever, (laughs) put, crate me. Um, Although admittedly I can see us moving into that. I can see me enjoying moving into that where, you know, I'm trained and, you know, while I have a collar on, I am a puppy. You're in that zone. I'm in that zone. Uh, and to explain what I'm wanting and looking for out of that, for me, I like that. Uh, let's be, let's look at it this way. You know, all of us real world business adults, we always have to be a certain way. We always have to, you always have to be behave a certain way in meetings and whatnot. It's nice to have someone you can let go of I'm sorry it's nice to have someone you can let go with and they can have control and you don't have to worry about you know budgets or or presentations or you know you're suddenly you find that animalistic side of you and you can sort of let go that's what I'm looking for as a puppy I like that I, I, I really I find that really appeals to me not in a sexual way i don't i don't want to be in the puppy mindset and fuck mrs adam that is not what i'm looking for i'm looking for a situation in which in the emotional side an emotional side where i can let go and i can be the puppy version of me Mm -hmm. and and just sort of enjoy her company and enjoy this the stupid world around me (laughs) and not have to worry about uh anything I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So as, how do you feel about that? What is your opinion of, of, of me being a guy who wants to let go of everything and let you be in charge and you be either a trainer or a handler? Do you not, are you okay with that is my first question. And my second question is, do you not want to have that ability to let go as well? Or do you think you can't? So, yeah, so for me, I definitely am okay with taking the role of the handler, the trainer, or whatnot. Because as we've discussed, I'm definitely dumb to you. Um, I don't think I can let go enough. I, I have control issues. I don't think, I, I just don't think I can. Um, we could try. I don't think it's going to work well. It's not a, a natural state for me. Um, what, what about but, with somebody else? Do you think you could, if you found a dom that could, could truly dom you, do you think that you would be able to let go? Maybe, but it takes a lot of trust and yeah. I don't trust easily either. That's true. So 
it would take a lot for me to find someone that I could. And I, I don't know that I can. I would much rather, which is odd now that I'm about to say this, <laughs> um, but I would much rather be the one, you know, thinking about you laying on my lap and whatnot, I would much rather be the one to comfort you and to pet you. Which is weird because I don't think of myself as a particularly nurturing person. But with animals, I am. People, not so much. Animals, I am. And maybe that's the difference. I would argue that you, with the people you truly care about, you are very nurturing. So you've always been very nurturing. Because we talked about this in a previous episode where, you know, when I'm sick, you, you're a nurturer. You are a caregiver. The people who you truly love, it's, it's clear that you're a, a carer. You, you give care for English is hard for <laughs> Mr. <Mister> Adam. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it's, it, I would argue that. I, I know where you're coming from. You are much more compassionate for animals than you yeah. are for people. Yeah. Um, as a side for note, sure. the first time we watched uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong, she cried. That's the first time I ever remember seeing Mrs. Adam cry was uh, during Peter Jackson's king kong when kong leaves the island when they take him from the island she cries and i remember looking at her going why are you crying she goes because they're taking him from his home and yeah, I, that, they're taking him from the only place he's ever known uh, i think that was one of completely those completely against his will for me that was one of those first moments that i truly yeah. fell in love with you was that that right yeah. there is like that's a magical moment for me anyway um yeah so I'm glad you're okay with it. So do, back to my original question, though, with a with another dom, do you think if you if you could find that trust with somebody who is clearly dominant to you? I given all the caveats, I would have to say yes. I think it would be very hard to find someone. Do you think that, that person would be that. more likely male or female? Female. Interesting. Would you be willing to go to a dominatrix and to, to pay for someone like Mrs. Takio or or someone like that? Potentially. Would you want to? Was that, is that some I don't way? Know. Is that something you'd want to explore? I think there's other things I'd rather explore first. Hmm, like what? Just because I don't know. I mean, like I said, for me, I have to have that trust with someone, and. Going to a dominatrix or someone that we're going to pay doesn't build that trust. Okay. Um, I don't know. So money, giving money does not no. build implicit trust. No. No, it doesn't. That's funny. That's where we're different. I, I feel like if I'm paying a dominatrix, yeah. I imp along with my credit card, I, impl I give implicit trust. No, no, no. I feel like you're a professional, so I'm going to trust you because you're a professional. <laughs> mm -mm. No. Okay. I can respect that, though. Yeah. I, Your logic I, is sound. I don't know. Um, I would tend to say it would probably be a female more than a male. Yeah, could be different. I don't know. But it would be very hard for me. Interesting. Not to say it's impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. It would not be a, a quick type thing, I don't think, for me. Yeah. It would be more of a long-term goal, perhaps. Cool. I can respect that. Yeah. I, I just have, you know, between the control and the trust issues, it's it's hard for me 
to let someone dominate me. Yeah. yeah At least, especially more than just temporarily. I, yeah, I have trouble dominating anybody. I like to be dominated. I like, like in normal life, like in us, yeah. you know, like our relationship in general, I am much more apt to give my control over to you. Mm-hmm. And I know that. I, and that's why we work. Oh, well, I know that's true with <laughs> friendships as well. Cause I look at my relationship with lady, the, with the lady, Lola mm-hmm. lady. Um, I'm more apt to give her control yeah. in, in normal situations. Like that's yeah, weird. Um, but that's in a non-sexual relationship. I'm more apt to give you. I'm more apt to give anyone control. Right. Weird. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that's our kinks. Um, do you have any final thoughts, words, questions, comments, rude remarks? I think we've covered a lot. We've covered a lot. It is late for us. It is after midnight. It's now officially tomorrow yes, or today. Um, and it's many weeks later for everybody else out there. <laughs> Ha ha, suckers. Welcome to the past. Um, You didn't even need a DeLorean. Um, If you didn't know that reference. That's sad. Because everybody needs a DeLorean. Yeah, if they don't know the reference. Oh, that's true. Fair enough. Okay. Fucking millennials. (laughs) Look, you people are beautiful. If you don't know the reference, look it up and watch the movie. You're probably listening to this podcast while playing Pokemon Go. (laughs) We're not judging. Hey, but, hey uh, we have some contemporaries that play. We do, but I feel like we have more sex than them. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. Uh, sure. I will we'll, argue We'll go that. with it. <laughs> if you think that's not the case, prove it. Get over here. Take your pants off. Anyway, um, so <laughs> this is finally the end of our kink trilogy. Um, yes. It's like, I feel like Frodo, it and uh, we yeah. finally destroyed the ring. <laughs> Um, I'm sure we will do more kink episodes in the future. Absolutely, yeah. As we try out new things, and now that I know what Varro... we've had a lot of discussion over the last little bit. (laughs) Now that I know what Varrophilia is, I want you to eat me, or I don't know. You're missing a syllable in there. Whatever. What is it? (laughs) Varrophilia? Now that I know what Varrophilia... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it makes sense, because it's like I'm chewing someone. (laughs) Varrophilia. Now that is, I'm like, eat me, bitch. Um, So, yes, I may be saying that later. Feeling very oral tonight. I'm just going to warn you. Um, So, I'll digress. Rather than talk about our oral, oral sex practices... Uh, so you can find us at, uh, the atoms of love at gmail.com. If you want to email us, which we love emails, please send us emails. Um, we've gotten a few. A-T-O-M-S-O-F-L-O-V. That's my girl. Yeah. yeah I can spell. Yes. Spelling. Hashtag Southern U.S. That's why I was in charge schooling. of all these terms. Yeah, she's writing all <laughs> this shit down over there. Um, yeah, so find us on Twitter. That's where we always are. Um, at the Atoms of Love. Uh, you can direct message us. Uh, we're, I don't know, just just come talk to us. We, we like um, all of your comments, questions, comments, and rude remarks. Um, or you can find us on the Facebook verse. Uh, uh, search for By the By Podcast. We're there. We're trying to be more active and uh, helpful on on Facebook. But I gotta be honest, I don't fucking care about Facebook. Twitter is where it's at. Yes. 
Facebook is basically just to let you know we have a new podcast out. Other than that, yeah. Yeah, Twitter's yeah. where it's at. That's where you're going to see pictures of Mrs. Adams' tits, ass. And Mr. Adams' ass. Don't forget yours. Yeah, but I ain't going to show my junk on uh, on the on the Twitterverse. No, but you're going to show your ass. I will show my ass. I will show my ass so hard. Anyway. Because it's a nice um, one. Yeah. And anybody who wants to tap this ass, get in line, bitches. Anyway, uh, find us on the interwebs. Our website is uh, www.bythebuy.com.au. And I feel like that's probably all of it. Um, that's uh, I feel like we should record that as a separate thing and just paste it onto the end. But it's more fun when I say it because I feel special. Excellent. Well, Do you have anything special. else that you want to say, Kinky? No. You want to say something, Kinky? Say no. something, Kinky. I, I don't have anything, Kinky. Nothing, Kinky? No. Kinky. I, I can say kinky. Yeah, say kinky. Say, kinky. this is something kinky. This is something kinky. There you go. And uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.